Welcome to the Back to Abundance podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to breaking through the limiting beliefs around money, love, wellness, intimacy, and spirituality. I am your host, Carly Hicks. I have a background in kinesiology, Western shamanism, and theta healing. I specialize in supporting my clients to break free of generational and societal beliefs so that they can stand in their spiritual truth free of trauma. My mission is to revolutionize the way of healing as we know it and to show you that healing doesn't have to be hard, that we are the co-creators of our reality and I'm going to teach you how to create a nurturing and nourishing relationship back to self, source, so you can thrive with health, money, love and intimacy. Think of this podcast as your tool to receiving divine wisdom, insights, and clarity of what is blocking you from abundance right now. Use this as your hit of angelic assistance and support back to reclaiming your most authentic and abundant self as you awaken on your spiritual journey back to self, source, and within. I want to paint a scene for you. Picture this. You go walking into the shops you've got money in your wallet, you go and you see an outfit that you really, really like. But then just as you go to buy it, you can feel that self-doubt kicking in. Should I buy it? Shouldn't I buy it? Should I really spend my money on this? But you override your mind and you end up buying it anyway. You get the outfit home. You go try it on in front of the mirror and you can hear your inner chatter starting to kick in in your mind. Does it even really look good? Should I have spent that money on myself? Oh, I'm not sure if this really looks that good now that I've got it home. So much so that you end up putting the outfit back in a bag and returning it. Or you put it in your cupboard and you never wear it again. Now picture this. What if in a different scenario... You go walk into the shops and if you're a mum, you've got kids or if you're a grandmother or grandparent and you take the kids into the shops and you see that they want everything and you easily go, okay, all right, I'll buy it for you. Okay, I'll buy it for you. You shouldn't have it, but okay, I'll buy it for you. You don't hesitate to spend money on them, but then when it comes to yourself and you're walking around with your five-year-old bra that's got holes in it, and your pants are almost falling apart, you don't at all spend money on yourself. Now, if we look at those two scenarios, and you're probably listening to this and going, oh my gosh, this sounds exactly like me or somebody that I know, what's happening in the underlying theme and emotion around this, and this is what I want to talk about today, is guilt. Now, the belief that I see under this, and this is what comes through for majority of my clients um, is the belief that I am guilty. So we have an emotion of guilt that's sitting under the surface inside the body. And then we also have a belief system that I am guilty. And what that sets the scene for is now guilt is an energetic self-punishment. So when you feel the emotion of guilt... Or if you have someone that has placed their guilt onto you, what happens is that guilt will often, and I often see this sit in the adrenals, the emotion of guilt. So what happens is 
is if that emotion sits in the adrenals, the adrenals start to kick into overdrive. This is where the obsessive thought pattern starts to come in. This is where the dysregulated nervous system comes in. This is where the person goes into overdrive and they do not know how to slow down. They don't know how to slow down their nervous system, their body, their thoughts. But what's riding this, and this is why it's so important to work with emotions and belief systems with the body, is guilt. Now, if you don't get to the core of what they feel guilty for, it's going to continually kick into a self-looping, self-punishment. Now, if you're sitting in this space and you're like, I feel like for the past month or two, I've been looping. I've been looping on the same obsessive thought patterns. I've been looping on the same patterns in my life of the inability to move forward. I feel like I'm stuck in this hamster wheel, but I don't know how to get off. You're not alone in that. And the underlying core of it is guilt. Now, if we look at guilt, it doesn't always necessarily have to be your own guilt. Now, our subconscious brain If we go into a a situation as a, say, hypothetically as a child and we've told to get away from me or your emotions are too much or you're embarrassing me, anything like that where there's a sense of judgment will create guilt. Judgment creates guilt. So if you have been internalizing and judging yourself, if others have judged you, what's happening is you're creating guilt inside the body and you're in that loop of self-punishment. So something that I had to do in the past because I had immense guilt of saying no and choosing myself, I had immense guilt of spending any amount of money on myself And I really had to begin to identify and see of what was my guilt and what was my guilt from my mother or from my father or from my family and generational line. And I would also begin to do what's called deconditioning. So I didn't realize it at the time, but it became so pivotal in my life is the universe began to show me ways in which I could decondition that guilt out. And more often than not, it actually came in with money. So if you're in this space at the moment and you're really struggling to spend any amount of money on yourself or you doubt your ability to make decisions with money, more often than not, it's linked to worthiness and there's guilt that's underlying there. So what the universe would get me to do, and I had a really good connection with the universe, I began to channel, like become a channeler um, when my psychic senses really began to take off and I, I I began to have this clear connection with the universe and what would happen is I would get a certain amount of money that would come through and more often not the universe provided that money for me which was deconditioning distrust in the universe. And then what would happen is I would get like an intuitive nudge inside myself to go and buy something. And what I would do is I would go and buy that thing that I felt 
internally that I was worth at that time and that nudge that I got from my intuition. And what I would have to do is I would, a big part of me wanted to go and return it. A big part of me, like I could hear the internalizing of thoughts of, oh, you're not good enough. This looks terrible on you. Oh, you don't deserve to spend this money on yourself. Oh my gosh, people are going to judge you in this. So you could see the thought patterns already starting to kick in because there was guilt underneath that. And what the universe would get me to do was spend that money and get me to hold on to that outfit. Would get me to wear it every day. Would get me to to decondition the resistance around spending money on myself, around investing in myself, around letting go of that guilt and not giving power to the guilt because if I gave power to the guilt I would go and simply return that item I would talk myself out of it of I don't deserve it and I'm not good enough for it and it was like the universe got me into places and spaces where I had to begin to invest financially in myself and decondition the guilt out and that is something that more often not that I see people sabotage themselves with is money because money is just a frequency it's an energetic exchange and the frequency of money is love so you will often it's it's a frequency of love brings the money in and a frequency of love gives you the ability to hold that money but there are beliefs underneath that as well so what, what I would have to do is I would have to begin to spend money on myself and invest in myself. I would start to decondition that guilt out by physically walking through it. I would put myself into places where I had no other opportunity but to move through that resistance And I began to see in me moving through the resistance, I was creating new neural pathways in the brain and I was deconditioning that fear out, that guilt out, that self-punishment out. And then for myself, I took it a step further and this is where flower essence therapy came in. And I, I began to work with the Australian bush flowers and I began to work with the essences individually in to tapping into the emotion of that guilt and of the self-punishment and the unworthiness and I began to clear the emotions out from my body from my energetic field and in doing that it created spaces in my energy and in my neural pathways to create new belief systems so if you if you notice collectively the theme that's happening at the moment you're seeing almost every second person moving through really big money blocks and money beliefs at the moment you're seeing how this is impacting people's self-worth and self-esteem you're seeing how it's impacting people's mental health and their physical health but under the core of it all is guilt and This is where we have the ability to really begin to identify if it's our guilt or if it's collective guilt or if it's generational guilt or societal guilt and releasing ourselves from that 
self-punishment and releasing ourselves from judgment because judgment separates so if we continually judge ourselves and we judge other people we will continually be separated from ourselves and from other people and judgment and guilt is one of the biggest things that blocks abundance so if you look at yourself and you see the thought patterns that are going on in your brain in your subconscious mind if you look at the patterns that you're doing presently at the moment, are you doing it from a positive, empowered place? Or are you doing it from a place of victimhood and continually in this loop of poor me and why me and an internalized self-punishment? And that's where guilt can keep you stuck and that's where guilt can keep you small. But it's really about identifying, is it my guilt or am I carrying the guilt of others? Something else that I always had to do as well was I would, the universe would get me to talk of around my family and around my friends of positive things that were happening in my life because one, it got me to not shrink and be small around other people, but it got me to celebrate my success. And that was the thing that underlying for me was the biggest thing that I felt guilty of in the past, that I feel guilty for being myself. I feel guilty for being happy when others are sad. I feel guilty for being joyous when my family members are depressed and they're going through struggle. And oftentimes we don't realize it, but we will suppress our happiness and joy at the cost of other people. Oftentimes we hold guilt for others when it's not even our own guilt. So what would happen is the universe would get me into doing these two techniques. I would begin to spend money on myself and invest in myself and I would have to move physically and emotionally and mentally through the resistance. But what it got me to actually do was the self-worth started to grow as well. So when I would invest, say, like I would start small, $5 a week on investing in myself. And even that at times felt really uncomfortable and I'd go and try and sabotage and take things back for $5. And the universe got me to start off small because that's how low my self-worth was, right? And then I would increase it to $10 and then I would increase it to $20 and then it got bigger and bigger. And now the biggest things that I financially invest in is my health, um, is personal development for myself, is my happiness. Now, if you had talked to me five years ago, I couldn't spend more than $5 on myself mentally or health-wise. And now I, majority of what I make and, and what I call in with the universe is towards that. So even if it's $5 a week, $10 a week, whatever you feel energetically you can hold without sabotaging that and start to invest each week in something for yourself. Then watch yourself and witness yourself increase that amount and this is where you're going to hit resistance this is where you're going to hit that guilt starting to come in but the more you increase the financial investment into yourself and you are able to energetically hold that 
hold it for weeks, hold it for months, hold it for years. What you're doing is you're sending that energetic frequency out to the universe that you are worthy and deserving of investing in, that you're also deconditioning the beliefs of sabotage and of lack and of guilt, and you're actually freeing yourself from that self-imprisonment wheel. So that is one of the biggest things that I tell people is to begin to financially invest in yourself and be committed to that because you will decondition the guilt out and you will start to shift your life in such abundant ways. And if we are at a point in our lives and we feel like we're just living week to week financially, if we feel like we so easily invest in our kids' abundance but we don't invest in ourselves, if we feel like we continually go without I say this to you with kindness, but you have guilt underneath the surface that's blocking your abundance from coming through. So the easiest and biggest thing that you can do is to begin to financially invest in yourself, to financially invest in your happiness, and to financially invest in your mental health and self-development and moving forward to create an abundant life for yourself. Because you didn't come into this world to live in lack. You came into the world to live in abundance. So what are you going to do about it? And this is why I, I love sharing this with you because think that you've been in the passenger seat for majority of your life and now you're taking back control. You're taking back control of who you are, of your thoughts, of your beliefs, of your emotions. And if we hold on to the, the emotion of guilt and the belief that we are guilty for something we will instantly self-sabotage intimacy, the intimacy within ourselves, the connection, the touch, the play, the joy to ourselves. We will cut ourselves off from our children's joy and our children's love and our children's happiness. And the biggest thing that I see with people that hold underlying guilt is they keep themselves in a state of busyness. And that's because guilt sits in the adrenals. So what happens is it kicks the adrenals on, the, in, the adrenals go into overdrive and you, you, you're in this state of fight and flight because guilt's underneath the surface. So if you're keeping yourself busy, if your partner's keeping himself busy or themselves busy, you have to look at guilt. What are they running from? Are they, what is the beliefs that they're running from, the emotions they're running from? Um, and how can we come back to ourselves? So when we're looking at guilt, guilt is such a big one to work with. When we're looking at adrenal exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, which collectively there's so many of the people at the moment that are coming in and they're adrenally burnt out, they're exhausted because what's happening is they're keeping themselves in the self-punishment internalizing loop. So what happens is the adrenals stay on, they kick on, they don't turn off. The brain goes into overdrive and we force ourselves to keep self-punishing ourselves through that emotion of guilt. So some beautiful things you can do, like I said, is begin to invest in yourself. When when your ability to financially be able to hold more money, you're going to be able to energetically increase your worth. So the ability that you can invest in your, and this is, this is a really good thing that you can do, is to see how much a day, a week, a month that you financially invest in yourself. Not the children, not your business, um, not your partner, but yourself. 
How much do you financially invest in your mental health? How much do you financially invest in your physical health? How much do you financially actually invest in your spiritual health? Because that is one of the most important things. And if the answer is zero, if, if it's very, very low, then you're looking at what can I do to support myself and be able to invest in myself and giving myself the ability to increase my self-worth, my self-confidence, my ability to be happy within. Now, if you're sitting in this right now and you're going, yeah, but I can't afford it, but I can't afford it, but I can't afford it, oh, that's a belief. That's a belief that's so generationally down your line. And honestly, it's utter bullshit when I hear that belief of I can't afford it because what you're saying is I'm not worthy and deserving of investing in, but everybody else is. And it doesn't matter, like I said, if you start off small, start to invest because over time you're going to start to increase that self-worth, decondition that guilt out and start to tap more back into that joy, that play, that pleasure and the true intimacy that you are worthy and deserving of. So a few things that you can do when you're working with guilt, when you've got that belief of I am guilty. One, identifying. Identifying is it your guilt or is it somebody else's? And, you know, this is the biggest thing that I say and this is when I talk about investing is sometimes we can't see our own guilt because it keeps us in that loop and self-punishment. So when you invest in someone that can help you and support you, and that can be a psychologist, a counselor, kinesiologist, it could be a shamanic healing, anything that calls to you to support you to be able to release this is an investment in yourself. So identifying, is it my guilt? Has this been put on to me? Is this my parents' guilt? Um, oftentimes I actually see like my clients coming in, myself as well, is that they hold guilt of being themselves because oftentimes it was too much for their parents or oftentimes their happiness and their joy was actually too much too much for their parents because their parents were shut down in their emotions they were angry they were bitter they were resentful and merely you being you was too much for them so is it my guilt is it my parents guilt is it generational guilt where does this guilt stem from how can I be supported to release this guilt and what's some actionable steps that I can do today and moving forward where I can financially invest in myself and my mental health and my happiness and say to the universe a big f you to guilt because setting yourself goals and actionable steps is going to help you decondition anything out that is blocking you or preventing you from moving forward and committing to yourself so it's really important that you create a goal a simple goal and an actionable step and it can be as simple as oh this podcast really hit me and I feel like I spend all this money on my kids but not on myself I've identified that I have guilt around that because if I invest in myself then my kids go without 
So you're in, starting to see that, wow, I need to invest more in myself and I'm worthy of that. And what's my one actionable step that's going to allow me to move forward? And that's as simple as taking back control of your life and taking back the driver's seat in your life and moving forward to empowering yourself. Because at the end of the day, you came into this world to be abundant, to be abundant in love, in intimacy, in sexuality, in play, in pleasure. And if you deny yourself and money as well, and if you deny yourself of any of that, you are only preventing that from yourself and experiencing that because you hold lack within, because there's guilt within, because there's a self-sabotage or a limiting belief that is preventing you from moving forward. So that's why I wanted to share today one of the biggest beliefs that I see coming through in my clinic with my online clients in society And you only have to look at every second person at the moment and there's really big money shifts that are happening. There's really big people are having to have discernment around what they spend their money on, what is of value to them. Um, Where have they been avoidant with not looking into how they're spending their money? And remember that money is directly linked to love and self-worth. So if we avoid money, we avoid love. If we hate money, we hate love. If we resent money, we resent love. And what that does over time is it blocks us from the true abundance within our heart. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Back to Abundance podcast. If you're after more tips and tricks on how to transcend your own limiting beliefs, you can follow Carly at carlyhicks underscore spiritual healing on Instagram. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe to get the next episode delivered straight to you. And we love heartfelt reviews. If you are after an individualized one-on-one session to really transcend the deepest beliefs back to abundance, then you can book a one-on-one session with Carly at www.theawakenhearts.com. And this is in person and online worldwide.